0: Hey everybody, you're listening to the Eat Scripture Podcast. This is Gina and Eric Robinson. We are uh, working our way through Second Kings.
1: Yep. And we've we come are.
0: to the end of chapter 14. Yes. And the very last In the section. Church.
1: In North Israel, obviously.
0: But we actually did not go through 23 through...
1: Oh, that's right. We're right up to it. Yes, we're right up to Jeroboam's second.
0: So we'll start there. Mm -hmm. And um, mostly, I guess, we've been talking about just how these Judah and Israel are getting all um, off track. Mm -hmm. And both of them and Judah is really no You're, better
1: Yep, uh, mirroring a lot of what it's seeing in its sister israel
0: the israel has israel has from the beginning northern israel has been worshiping idols and um have the golden calves and are not coming to jerusalem to worship at the temple and that's been a big problem but unfortunately judah hasn't stayed faithful right. themselves better and so um i think that's you know not what we really when we think about the divided kingdom and we know that in the end judah does come back and from captivity and everything right
1: um
0: i think we tend to think judah did it better yeah Mm, but it's hard to make a case for that really (laughs) yeah Really it's
1: really hard to make a case for that. You can't tell that they really did anything better. They did have several kings who were called good, but even they have their issues. The only one that doesn't really—that's one of those characters in Scripture that you look at and you feel like you're not sure if you're reading anything bad about—is Josiah, and we haven't gotten to him yet. He'll be one of our final we'll kings, and yeah, we'll talk about him a little more because he is particularly good. But that's when it goes on to say that even though he was so good, he still wasn't able to turn turn the Titanic around as it yeah. were. It was so God still too, little, too, too late. late. That's right. Couldn't even he couldn't do it. Um, so, but but what you're seeing, what you're talking about there with the two of them, with Judah and Israel, I'll just point out to everybody again, too. This is the same kind of thing that Ezekiel is saying in Ezekiel 23, where he's talking mm-hmm. about these two sisters, Ahola and Aholabah, and how Ahola gets judged by God for all her evil ways. But then Aholabah doesn't even see it and does the exact same thing that Ahola did mm-hmm. and winds up being judged also for her evil ways by God. And so these are that's a meta it's a metaphor parable story however mm-hmm. you want to say it of what's happening with Israel and Judah mm-hmm. and because they're the they're they're acting so much the same and you would think that Judah would see what's happening in Israel and get its act together and yet it doesn't do it so we're left with <laughs> a mirroring with dueling captivity almost you know you might say right. mirroring uh, mirror images of one another and
0: which i think is just telling us that all of the things the torah the kings none of them could do it right none of them yeah. could actually yeah. i say the torah can do it right but the people couldn't follow the laws well enough they couldn't do it and right. they and the kings can't do it. Nobody can save them. Yeah. So we're seeing the problem here all along. Um, Correct. And I agree. And the Torah and the kings are all just pictures of kind of types. They're types. Of what Christ.
1: is something we need, but right. don't have yet.
0: But don't have yet. They, they're falling short. Yeah. But eventually we will see Jesus fulfill it all do Deuteronomy, yeah. right. So, I guess let's go ahead and start in fourteen twenty-three and read through the end of that chapter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. In the fifteenth year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria, and he reigned forty-one years, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin. He restored the border of Israel from Lebo Hamath, as far as the Sea of Arabah, according to the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, which he spoke by his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, Amittai yeah. the prophet who was from Gathhefer. For the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel was very bitter. For there was none left, bond or free, and there was none to help Israel. But the Lord had not said that he would not blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. That he would blot out. No, yeah. No, sorry.
1: no You're right about that.
0: That's, Lord the said. Lord had not said that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. Right. So he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Joash. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam and all that he did and his might, how he fought and how he restored Damascus and Hamath to Judah in Israel, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jeroboam slept with his fathers, the king of Israel, and Zechariah, his son, reigned in his place. Okay. Sorry, I had that little confusion there.
1: No, no, <laughs> it's 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 a little confusing the way it's written in our ESV, um, but they're trying to be a little more strict with the words, but we'll talk about why it says what it says. So Jeroboam II has come to the throne. We've already talked about this because Jeroboam the is kind of our restart. Let's right. see if we can do this again. Right. We, we added Jeroboam the first.
0: And And the clue is that his name is the same.
1: Right, exactly. Major clue for us. We had a Jeroboam the first. By the time we got to the seventh king of Israel, we were with Ahab, and things were just completely off the rails. And so judgment came. Now, then we had this short period of kind of getting things squared away and cleared out. Now we're ready to restart again. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Jeroboam the second. Let's see if we can't make this thing work this time. Jeroboam II comes to the throne, and immediately we're told in verse 24 that he's doing what's evil in the sight of the Lord and is not departing from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he made Israel to sin. Yeah. Oh, so apparently we learned nothing from the clean out that took place, and we're going forward. There is this border restoration, though. Taken place from Lebo Hamath to the Sea of Arabah Another from in other words, from way up north to way down south under Jeroboam.
0: Now, does this though, is he taking over part of the um of Judah's land? It
1: sounds like he's that's also I, into Judah's territory. That's here. what I thought. That's what it sounds like. By the way, it's describing the Sea of the Arabah. that would be down toward the bottom of Judah. And so now we have to now we're forced to wonder what what exactly is going on here. And why is his territory extended like it is? And all of this it is according happening. According to the word of the
0: Lord. According
1: to God's word that God has given through Jonah.
0: That's our Jonah. That's our
1: Jonah from the book with Jonah. The big fish. Correct. Who has given this word from God about the restoration of lands under Jeroboam the second. Because it says in verse twenty six four, the Lord saw the affliction of Israel was very bitter, for there was none left, bond or free, and there was none to help Israel. But the Lord had not said that he would not blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, so he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam the son of Joash. So he hadn't said he would blot them out, Mm -hmm. so he did save them. He came to their rescue. Because when they were suffering, they're suffering he here and there's no to one to help. Him. And he has compassion, yes. So even though Jeroboam II seems no better than what we've had before, God's restart is a legitimate restart. He's jumping in. He's helping them. He's promising to restore lands, which is what he's doing here. He's giving them a legitimate chance to see his hand at work, to come and rescue them from their plight and peril yeah. and to see his hand at work and then to get things in order and move forward it's a legitimate shot at this even though their king is not not because their king is good uh-uh. no. not based on the goodness of the one who's in power has nothing to do with that it's because god loves israel right for the sake of his neighbor.
0: maybe i may be stretching this a little bit we didn't talk about this before but the restoring of the borders um could that partly be like um, a restart of, that was promised to Abraham mm-hmm. and his descendants, mm-hmm. and that's who this is. So, yeah. is he giving them back all this land and saying, you have a chance?
1: Kind of. Okay. That's the implication in mm-hmm. some degree, I okay. think it
0: is. I just want to make sure I was reading that the right it's
1: way. The, it's really weird because God has... Like we said, just done this big major clean out of Mm -hmm. North Israel through Jehu.
0: right?
1: And then Jehu had these two sons. And we remember from the last podcasts how they sounded very, it was almost, it was almost, the wording was uh, Exodus-like and Joshua-like. Right. And so it's like we've come into the land and we're restarting. Yeah. And he's giving this whole land to them to get a new shot. And So here does is under Jeroboam the our next chance, second chance. Maybe we should call him second chance, Jeroboam. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, Jeroboam number two. After Jeroboam number one is going to have a chance to get off on a really good foot. God promised Jeroboam the first if he would stay close to him. That God would be there, would protect him, would treat his family like he treated David's family. And he didn't do it, didn't stay close. Well, Jeroboam II is getting another really good shot from God. He did. And
0: he says he restored Damascus and Hamath to Judah. To Judah
1: in Israel. Again, he was making it sound almost like a united kingdom again. Mm -hmm. Which again takes us back to, okay, Israel gets to really get off to a good foot here. Let's do it right this time. And not just screw it all up. Now, it never says, it never says they were truly united again. But the implications of this text it's
0: interesting are
1: certainly leaning that way. And I think that's for a reason. We're supposed to hear it leaning that way. We're supposed to hear it as if, as if Israel's getting just as good a chance as it had before to go forward well and to do what God wants them to do. Okay. But unfortunately, they're not taking it right they're not going to take it and but is following in
0: the steps of his namesake of his forefathers jeroboam. yeah his
1: forefathers first jeroboam who made such horrible decisions and never stopped um doing what was evil in the sight of the lord which particularly the sins we remember the sins of jeroboam the son of nebat have everything to do with those golden calves in dan and bethel right. the worshiping of the idols so he does not remove those and you would think those would be the first things they'd see to oh well, we better get rid of idols they don't this has
0: been a problem for yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah the idolatry continues in dan and bethel
0: okay do we want it he
1: does get to reign for 41 years which is really like wow yeah, it's a long about time. god's patience yeah way long time long time
0: longer than most
1: sleeps with his father's which is an honorable death gets buried with kings so even though he was bad god is always patient always
0: patient yes okay so i think we can go ahead and start on chapter 15. i think so
1: 15. now we're going to do a slight diversion here because we're going to go to a king of judah even though most of this time we're going to have kings of israel
0: Right. Here's a king of judah. sometimes as we see in in kings we're going back and forth and it can get kind of confusing
1: yeah a chronology with what year can come you know and it's what you're on come. the throne
0: in yeah. the other part yeah.
1: yeah exactly it's not just going to go down israel and then go down judah it's going through them chronologically right. so Ezra comes to the reign next
0: okay in the 27th year of jeroboam king of israel Azariah, the son of Amaziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 16 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and made offerings on the high places. And the Lord touched the king so that he was a leper to the day of his death and he lived in a separate house. And Jotham, the king's son, who was over the household, uh, was over the household, governing the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Azariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. And Jotham, his son, reigned in his place.
1: Azariah, first thing maybe we should know is this is also the Uzziah of Isaiah's call whenever we hear about Isaiah being called in the la, uh right after Isaiah's death in the year of Isaiah's right. death in Isaiah chapter 6 right. this in my is Bible it name. even
0: calls him both names okay. in this uh this in second Kings in this section and it's very confusing yeah because yeah, I'm like right. who is this Azariah. Right. So,
1: Same guy as Azariah, for those who are wondering what's going Just on. Just
0: anything to confuse us more. <laughs> <feel
1: like. laughs> Sometimes it does feel like that. He's going to have a nice, long reign. Yeah,
0: 52 years. It's a
1: really, really long reign. Now, if we were to go over to Second Chronicles and read about Isaiah in Second Chronicles, we would find that he has a really great track record at the beginning of his reign, really great track record. We can't say exactly how long that lasted because it doesn't tell us, but um, of that, how many of that 52 years it lasted, it doesn't tell us, but it was really good. And he did some great things for Israel and had great victories. And it was, it was a really, really good reign for that time. But then it also tells us that somewhere Along the way, he got very prideful and decided it was also within his scope to act as a priest. And so he went into the house of God, house of the Lord, and was going to offer incense on the altar of incense, which only a priest can do. The priest followed him in there and told him he had to get out he was mad about it didn't want to leave and that's when yahweh struck him with leprosy on his forehead okay and everybody saw it and he ran out and um and had to spend the rest of his days separate from um from everyone else yeah separate from you know even the people in his own household which is what we're seeing here in verse five but that's so helpful to get get that background
0: because you're kind of like, well, why did the Lord, why did
1: touch, the Lord him, touch him? It had everything to do with pride. It's very clear in Second Chronicles that that's what we're talking about. He did really great as a king, but then he got too prideful to try to take on more than was his allowed authority. Maybe he was trying to act in the stead of David. And now David did some sacrificial, very mm-hmm. uh, sacrificial acts. Mm-hmm. David and Solomon both did and were never struck by God for it. But
0: Something about it, what he was as doing. As again, it goes back to God seeing our hearts. And yep. he
1: knows. I think that's him. Um, that like David it. and Solomon weren't doing it in pride, but Azariah was. Yeah. And uh, so he strikes Azariah. He tries to do it. And that's what's happening here. That's what we're seeing. That's why this leprosy comes on him, has everything to do with So pride. his
0: son started raining. Yes. Actually, he, wa- he wasn't raining, but he was kind of interim. Yeah. Or whatever, while his dad was
1: That's away. What he's, he's co-regent. Right. Co-regent. His son is going to become co-regent while he's also on the so throne. So before
0: he That's actually him. gets to the throne. Yes. Uh, he will already be. He'll already doing... be
1: doing kingly things and making kingly judgments and pronouncements. That will be Jotham, whose reign we won't see until the end of this chapter. Right. We've got several kings to come before it.
0: Because Amaziah was on, or Azariah was on the throne for so long. Yes. And we we're talking about how it's chronological through here. Yep. So, several of these. Multiple kings. Kings of Israel before. will reign during. Yep. Azariah's time. That's correct. Um, I think it's interesting because all of these kings of Judah, even when they are good. Yep. It, I mean, it says he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And then it says, according to all that his father. Amaziah had done, mm-hmm. not David. It doesn't take yeah. it back right. all the way. Right. And um, and then it tells us, nevertheless, the high places were not taken away, mm-hmm. and the people were still sacrificing and making offerings on the high places. So that was the big problem. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's quite as harshly judged by God as what was happening in Israel. But it's definitely alluded to. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're supposed to know that wasn't good. So I think I want to watch that because at some point that changes. But I'm not going to tell you where yet. You <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but so if you're noticing that it keeps happening, that helps us to see when it doesn't happen. It happens a different way. So okay.
1: So very interesting to see this and we're seeing like still a little bit of a contrast between uh north north Israel and Judah but not so much right. really I mean the real contrast is in the fact that it, that Isaiah and Uzziah, or azariah I'm sorry <laughs> Azariah Aziah <laughs> is going to get to be on the throne for so long but he also has his issues God strikes him with leprosy although he doesn't take him off the throne or uh, uh, but he definitely not the kind of person that we would hope.
0: Things didn't end up the way he, he had hoped.
1: No, I wonder
0: sure. how long that was into his reign before That's that happened. Right.
1: We do wonder because it does not tell us, uh, even in the second Chronicles account, it doesn't tell us exactly how many years it was into his reign when it happened. Was it toward the end? Was it middle? We don't know.
0: Let me see here. We don't know. Uh, I was just gonna see when it tells us about jotham
1: oh yeah when jotham then it how
0: old he was
1: it just uh it just tells us uh you know as far as i can see that it was in second year of pika the son of vermaliah when okay. jotham son of aziah of judah began to reign and we could feed you okay there
0: we go rain. you're right think so, this is probably to
1: and of, mm, maybe it's just hard to say. I mean, it's just yeah, oh, I'm we'd have to know specifically really how old his dad was when he had him, and I don't know that we know that anywhere. Yeah, yeah um, it just all we know is that when it gets to the end of like, let's see, gets to the end of Amazon
0: like, at the beginning of his reign when he reigned for 52 years, so. It couldn't have been early on. Yeah, it I wouldn't have been. He's, a, he's still young. Be, yeah. So um, it seems it, like so Ezariah had at least.
1: telling us when he started being co regent. Right. Yeah. But if that's what We're it's doing. saying, we don't, yeah. We don't, we don't know for sure that that's what it would be.
0: It, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just, yeah. just curious. Yeah. Okay.
1: Strange. Okay. So we will leave it at that as far as judah is concerned and now we're going to go back into north israel and watch as kings start coming to the fore here and what we've got through the rest of this chapter is very quickly several kings just bam one after that one after another coming to the throne we have conspiracy Um, we're not going to read every one of these but i think it might be good for us to read the first one and then make comparisons from there
0: because we left off that line In the end of chapter 14, with um Jeroboam's son Zechariah uh, coming to the throne. So that's who we're going to read about here.
1: Right.
0: Okay. In the 38th year of Azariah, king of Judah, Zechariah, the son of Jeroboam, reigned over Israel and Samaria six months, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which made Israel which he made Israel to sin. Shalem, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him, and struck him down at Ibliam, and put him to death and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the deeds of Zechariah, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. This was the promise of the Lord that he gave to Jehu. Your sons shall sit on the throne in Israel to the fourth generation. And so it came to pass.
1: Okay, so that's from uh, chapter 10, verse 30. We saw it whenever Jehu came to the throne. Mm -hmm. God made that promise to him. So that's where it's taking that again. So we had Jehu,
0: his son, Joash, and then Jeroboam, and then uh, Zechariah. So well no, no. Right.
1: uh Jehu was Jehu was not the first. It was four after Jehu. It's four after starting with Jehu, um and then going from there. So let me see if I can see it. Um it would have been
0: Jehoahaz.
1: There you go. Jehoahaz, so Jehoahaz and, and then Jehoah.
0: And, and then Jeroboam. And then Jeroboam. And then now Zechariah. That's Zechariah, the fourth generation. That's right, correct.
1: Okay. That'll be the fourth generation. And he'll only be on the throne for six months. Yeah. So technically, yeah, four generations, but right. barely the fourth one makes it to the throne. And then there's a conspiracy against him. Mm-hmm. And a conspiracy against him by a man named Shalom, which means Retribution or recompense. Mm -hmm. So retribution comes against Zechariah, the fourth generation, is what it sounds like. Sounds like God's retribution against them, uh, against the house of Jehu, which Mm -hmm. hasn't done what God wanted them to do. Hasn't gotten close again. Hasn't given the restart, done the restart the right way. And so now they are going to be taken out from their position leading Israel conspiracy is what happens again. We've seen this in the north before. We've seen this as a really, you know, this is what was happening way back in, if I remember the right, first kings, kings. Yep, exactly. The first set of kings under Jeroboam the first gets up to the seventh king. Before they get there, they have all sorts of intrigue and just one after another putting each other to death. I, it just goes really right. quick staccato fashion he's dead and he's dead and he's dead um and another one comes to the throne and this is happening we, way back
0: they call it conspiracy but i call it coups i mean
1: yeah it's it's you know, coups it's the it same is. thing yeah
0: people are just coming in and taking over yep killing the king and yep putting in their people so there's no dynasty
1: yeah
0: that is being able to get hold right. take hold and um,
1: no dynasty. of for generations. So Jehu has a dynasty of four generations, but then, man, we're going to just run right through these. Um, and so Shalom comes to the throne, but only for six months. Uh, this is happening again back in... Well, Zep- it was
0: Zechariah that was six months. I'm sorry,
1: Zechariah was six months, right. and then Shalom's going to come and only going to reign one month in Samaria before right. he gets taken out. Um, and so, so there's another, you know, there's the ugliness of that. So retribution comes and lasts a month on the throne. And then he's gone. And then Minium uh, is the one we see coming to strike him down. Yeah. Um, we're already being told, told about him during the Shalem's, you know, Shalem's little uh, historical paragraph here includes the fact that Miniam comes and strikes him down, puts him to death in verse 14. And then it just says, as for the rest of his deeds, you want to read those, go and look at the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. They, he's not giving us anything except for no. the fact that he conspired against Zechariah and took him out. And that was what he was used it Didn't for, last
0: long. Apparently.
1: Yeah. And then
0: Miniam came and he was really evil. Yep. Uh, and took him
1: out. And yep. he. Now he's going to reign for 10 years. Right. Miniam is. And
0: it's time for bad things to happen. Yep. Um, he sacked. Yeah. Let's see. The territory off, uh, from. Let's see. Tipsha. And all who were in it and its territory from Tirzah on because they did not open it to him.
1: Oh. Therefore,
0: he sacked it and he ripped open all the women in it who were pregnant. So that tells you what kind of person he was. Okay. In chapter four, verse
1: 24 of First King, back mm-hmm. in Solomon's reign, he wants Tifzah to open up to him. It's mentioned there because it's a part of these nations that Solomon has dominion over. God has given him and his kingdom dominion over. Sounds like uh, sounds like Minium wants to be seen as a new Solomon. Tifsa's is like, no, we don't recognize you and won't let him in, which he gets mad at and goes in and starts saying Both that and it says territory from Tirzah on. Tirzah was the first place where we saw Israel, North Israel kings reigning from before they got hold of Samaria, it was Tirzah. And so he came to Tirzah and they didn't want to, in other words, they didn't want to um, have him either. either. And so all the people that you would, he's like, hey, I'm the new king. I'm telling you I'm king. And they're like, no, we don't recognize you. And then he's trying to go in and just by force, just mow him down. Do whatever he has, rip and open pregnant women. Whatever he has to do, that's it. May prove how ruthless he is, and how you better submit to him. That kind of idea. And so, it's obvious that he, if he doesn't get it because he's supposed to get it, he'll try and take it by force.
0: Right.
1: And this again, he is not. He's the exact opposite of his name. His name means comforter, and oh, he is not. Men not an ironic, right? Yep. he's not and a comforter. So. No, he is uh, definitely not.
0: And then supporter. also the king of Assyria, Paul, comes against him and he gives him a bunch of silver right. and um, trying to hold on to his power.
1: Yep. So so that's what we're seeing in his next really ugly thing. He's tried to take, his, take by force what he wants. And then when he can't take it by what he can't overcome by force, he's willing to bribe in order to keep from losing right. anything right. and so that's what we're seeing in verse 20 he's exacting high super high taxes from his israelite citizens in order to pay off the king of assyria when he should be trusting god to fight his battles right. so definitely he is not a solomon no. whether or not he wants to be thought of as one and he is and he is uh taxing israelites severely in order to try and keep his place not trusting god to do what and from god that does. verse
0: there first mentions Paul, the king of assyria yep to the end of second kings yeah assyria is mentioned 48 times okay 12 times four
1: okay. and, and so, so it really gets excessive about it Assyria mentioned here right. yeah right. Yeah. This is where it gets serious. Okay. So 48 times, 12 times four. Yeah, This is the, uh, and, and certainly as far as worldly kingdoms go at this point, Assyria has run into one of the biggest and baddest, or I mean, Israel has run into many has run into one of the biggest and the baddest and, uh, and he's going to have to submit. I mean, there's no, God has brought Assyrians in and uh, now he could, again, he could turn around and pray, but he's not going to do that. He's going to try and, overcome make a deal worldly whatever yeah uh, his so.
0: son actually does come to the throne so here's a short dynasty
1: yes it's 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 two generations a dynasty yep exactly yeah. he is going to have a son Pekahiah, yeah. comes to the throne he uh i before we just before we leave minium I'll, i will just point out that in verse 19 when our readers see the name pull that's tiglath Pileser. Of assyria that's okay. that that you know, know,
0: the same person
1: same person all and take life police are the same um okay so then yes then his son Pekahiah is actually going to come to the throne when he dies minium is going to be just he's going to die a death of a king uh you might say in verse 22 be buried um with some pomp and circumstance of some sort no doubt um and then we go on to his son, Pekahiah. Yeah, we'll have to rep.
0: pick up there next time. We're out of time.
1: But... Okay. We're going to see right away. He's going to be conspired against too. I mean, things are not right. going well. So again, we're having, what we're seeing here as we see these rapid fire kings going through chapter 15. We should be, as readers, getting the idea of, whoa, you can barely keep a it's king lot of the king it just chaotic, chaotic, chaotic empire. Mm-hmm. Things are not.
0: And they're being pressed by kings all around them too. Yeah, yeah. And feeling like they have to buy them off or, yeah. you know, get protection or whatever. And so, yeah, yeah we'll see so
1: that. What we should see from a worldly kingdom, we think this kind of chaos. Right.
0: This Israel has of, turned into. Just,
1: yeah. Just like any. Everybody else. Worldly is. kingdom. Yep, yeah, Where it's just chaos. Okay. So Great to talk to everybody. Thanks for listening again. Um, as we walk through Kings together, like Gina said, next time we will start in verse 23, uh, finish up this chapter, move into the next one. So good to talk to everybody. Um, we got more stuff, uh, more really good stuff coming in Kings. We are, <laughs> yeah, it's just, there's a very much, there are great lessons to learn. We're watching a lot of them are in the negative. but this
0: is sad because we're watching the end
1: yes we're watching the beginning
0: of the The end for northern kingdom
1: yep which is really not too far from the beginning of the end for the southern yeah we're seeing it so so we're watching it happen good to talk to everybody though thanks for uh following along be with us next time we'll keep going god bless everybody and stay in the word